to the secret dungeon podcast i am your host cheney and is with me as always john 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 hey i knew i'd get introduced first if i just ruined everything <laughs> I'm, i mean hello hello and also with me as always Corey. hey hey i don't know that I, I i forgot to transition back on the video portion so okay fix that. All right, give me a second. okay so for the audio listeners you guys have no idea what's going on but we had a bunch of technical issues but we got them all fixed everyone yeah mondays <laughs> mondays it's, it's absolutely for real this podcast real monday right just now. has a big old case of the mondays big old case. Anyway, i think i like this seat a lot it's just like i get to lean back and just chill i see what you like it now you want actually i really don't like that seat um, it's, if this wall wasn't here to catch me, I'd probably hate it. Okay, well, <laughs> then there you go. Yeah. We, we get to see behind the curtain. You got, yeah, everyone on Twitch definitely got to see behind the curtain. Uh, I got some shout-outs to do real quick. Patreon shout-outs, that is. We have uh, Miss Beyondy. Shout-out to you. Miss, uh, let's say, see. Say the usernames. Say the full usernames. Well, I don't want to dox people. The usernames? Let's see. That's what they're that's their literally their online alias. No, not on here. Do not, not on, be doxed. Not on Patreon. It has like people's full names. Oh really? Yeah. That's why I'm trying to like not well, we, you should be say, able to see the Patreon names. Yeah, well I don't. Let me see it. Here you go. Anyway. Because I definitely don't have my full name on Patreon. We got Moranzi. We yeah. got Gridlock, we got Icy Graham, we got Beyondy. Shoddy Beyondy. Shoddy Beyondy. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, uh, K- uh, KD B Thriving. We got KD B oh, Thriving. Thanks, sis. KD B Thriving also subscribe to the Patreon, and we greatly, greatly appreciate all you dungeon crawlers. Dungeon Thank crawler. you so much. The dungeon crawlers are the best. If you want to hear your name shouted out on the show, you can go to patreon.com. And, uh, well, you can find a link to our Patreon by going to secretdungeonpod.com. Yes. And uh, you, there you just find links to everywhere you can find us, including Twitch, Patreon, Instagram, Spotify, Discord. Apple Music. Dis- you can find a link to our Discord and uh, just, you know, interact with us. Oh, and also, we just dropped a new commercial. Unfortunately, we've made our Twitch chat watch it twice. <laughs> we're not going to uh, do it again. We're very proud of but it. But hey, guys, we hit 30 followers. Hey, Mom. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Unsuccessful. Scratch on the walls. I'm spooked. <laughs> Spook. But, uh, but anyway, we appreciate everyone who's a patron. It definitely helps. And we appreciate everyone who buys merch. It helps. Uh, currently, right now, we're working on moving to a new studio in the same building. In the same building, but just a new room. we have to build the studio. So everything is pretty much going to going straight to that, straight back to the show, back to you know the new studio and all that. Not not that we're not putting our own money into yeah. it because we definitely are. Uh, but yeah. you know, it, it also helps to have our our people behind us. Anyway, so tonight tonight's subject is you zombies. Ex- Brian, what about zombies? 
all kinds of zombies. Just like anywhere, like their origins or what? Their origin. Well, tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of real life zombies. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about zombies from movies coming out of Corey. Yeah. And zombies coming out of John, whatever John pulls up. What's up? I figured you were going to do that, Tammy. Do you do you want to go first? I was going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll go we'll go like real life movies and then video games. So the zombies that I got that I researched and found was and I didn't know this. Uh, originally, zombies originate from Haiti and Africa, which See, I didn't, which I did not know that. I, I actually did know that. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, they're mythol for people who don't know what a zombie is and you're living under a rock. They're mythological undead corporeal revenant created through reanimation of a corpse. That's what a zombie is. Bridge someone who's died and has come back to life. Yeah. Uh, zombies are most commonly found in horror and fantasy genre works. The term comes from Haitian folklore in which a zombie is a dead body reanimated through various methods. I'm going to kill you. Most commonly through magic like voodoo. Mm. Which is strange. Who do the voodoo? Dude. Yeah. Um, modern media depicts of the reanimation of dead often do not involve magic, but in Haitian folklore and African tradition, yep, it is through usually through a witch. And through my research, um, which what? What? Which what? Shut up. The English word Jeez. zombie was first recorded in 1819 in History of Brazil by poet Robert Southey in the form of zombi. 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 Which, How is uh, it spelled? Z-O-M-B-I. Just just no E. It's probably no still e. just pronounced zombie. It's probably still pronounced zombie. It, it probably is. Zombie. It probably is. Yeah. Zombie. It, to me, it looks like zombie. it says zombi, but it could be just zombie without an E. Um, zombie. Pretty much, uh, there's there's a lot of Wikipedia page. If you guys are very interested in this, that's fine. Definitely check out the Wikipedia page. I'd highly encourage you to. Um, a new version of the zombie, distinct from distinct from that described in Haitian folklore, emerged in popular culture during the later half of the 20th century. This interpretation of the zombie is drawn largely from George A. Ramiro's film. Night of the Living Dead, which partly inspired by Richard Matheson's novel I Am Legend, which I did not know that. That's actually really cool. 1954, yeah. by the way, I Am Legend, 1954. That's older, way older than I thought it was. So, yeah. all right, so there's another movie that came out around that time that was called The Last Man on Earth. Yeah, um, it ha- it features a guy named Vincent Price. Vincent Price is one of my favorite old time actors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Price happens to be the, the guy who does the voice on um, the Thriller uh, songs, uh, or on the Thriller song. Yes. You know, uh, darkness crawls across the line. You know that guy. Across That's Vincent Price. All right. So uh, Vincent Price was in a movie called The Last Man on Earth, which is an adaptation of the of the book I Am Legend. Really? Yes. Um, now I knew that it was an adaptation of a book, but I wasn't sure that it was actually I Am Legend. But if you go back and watch that movie, I've seen that movie by the way. Yeah. Really good movie. With it Smith, is great actor. I'm talking. I, I'm talking about with Underrated. Vincent Price. Oh, the original. Movie. Can I have one of those orange slices? Just one. Sure. Since you were, yeah. Since you're nice to me today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Cheney doesn't get one. He's been. Yeah, a, he doesn't get one. He's been a meanie. I don't he's, care. He's been a butt to John right now. I hate oranges. Um. So. 
Wait, if hold you, on. Can we talk about this for a minute? No. Why do you hate oranges? Why do you hate oranges? Why do you hate oranges? Why do you <laughs> like Jurassic World? <laughs> <laughs> tune into the pre-show. Yeah, tune into the pre-show. Yeah, you, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll understand, understand that one. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's actually like pretty stinking close to the Will Smith movie. Yeah. But obviously, like back in the sixties. Doug, why? So. I've got I've got a few more like tidbits of information about zombies as well from what I was reading. Um, apparently, zombies in Haitian and African folklore do not touch the ground; they float above the ground. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Yes, That's awesome. Yes, because they're not earthbound. <gasps> yeah, uh, and traditionally, uh, a zombie is created through in a- in African culture. Thanks, sir. Um, a zombie is created free Christian. I don't Chris get Chris Cham. I don't get that, Thomas. Like not sorry. not even a little bit. Not sorry, little bit. sorry, Thomas. All right, keep sorry. going. Sorry. Um but no, so like in African culture, uh what a witch would do would she would basically kill somebody and then possess their corpse and use that corpse for free labor. Mm. Um, yeah, that's right. And then, pretty much a lot of the trains that were made that were like created in Africa are said to be witch trains because they said that the the witch like a witch would use zombies to create trains like train tracks for trains to go on. What? So, yeah, apparently that's some weird African. So they call lore. them they call them witch trains. Some of them do. Huh. Uh, huh. So yeah, that that's, that's like a thing in Africa. But as far as in Haitia, um, Haitia, I'm probably butchering it's that. It's Haiti. It's Haiti. In Haiti. Sorry, in Haitia. <laughs> uh, I'm I trying to it. I'm trying to process them. As far as in Asia, I'm sorry, Asia. <laughs> oh, Lord, I about made John spit up his orange pie, his orange slice. That was good. But in Haiti, but in Haiti, like I said, the zombies actually float off the ground and they're used as eternal slaves. Yeah. Uh, also created by witches. Do you have anything about like how they like what the process is like that they had to go Necromance. through? For that? It's uh, voodoo. And I'm necro dancing. <laughs> so what? Necromancy and voodoo. Okay. Which voodoo is not um, a religion. Hoodoo is a religion. Yeah. So like I know some people are going to get that confused. Who do the voodoo? Um, I actually went and um, did a, a my own little deep dive into voodoo one time. Yeah, did you I talk was, about it on the show like a while back. Vo- voodoo has a lot to do with zombieism. Uh, voodoo is a not practice. quite what people think that it is. Um, it's more so. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh who my that God. is. I, I don't know who that is, but thank you. The iRedditor. editor. I want that orange sauce. I love it. I, I, it says their editor. Yeah, don't worry about it. Take your dog. Let's huh. keep going. So, anyways, um, so um, <laughs> you go back to your pit. dude. What is going on? What in is chat going right on now? in our don't chat? Worry, don't worry about chat. Let's not worry about chat. Let chat be chat. Let's keep talking. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, now I did we my own little. Dude. They came I, for us. I did my own little <laughs> deep dive into uh, voodoo one time, just kind of just see what it was about, yeah. things like that. 
Um, it's more so they more so prey to beings that are angel like. Yes. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's more so like they pray for like help, if that makes sense, um, and for like guidance or things. It's not. It's so hard because it it literally it walks that fine line between religion and not religion. Because yeah. like I said, it's not really. Well, like I said, hoodoo. Is a religion, yeah, and but voodoo is not a religion. Voodoo is more, more like a practice. Voodoo is more of a practice. It's it's like an offshoot, obviously, of hoodoo. Yeah, um, but it's it's more of a we ought to do like it's, a, it's more African, if I'm not mistaken, right? But that doesn't constitute like it not being a religion or not. Well, what I'm saying is like hoodoo is more American, if I'm not yeah wrong, and I may be wrong, right? But I think hoodoo is more American. And voodoo is more African. No, they both definitely came from the same place. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I know that. But are you I'm, saying like today, like in today's standard? Like, what are you saying? I think he's saying what that I'm saying is when voodoo came to America, it was be- it became it, like it it, then it became. It, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. I got you. I got that, you. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, you know, like there's different. Um, there's different like spirits and stuff in voodoo um, that have like different things. Are you about to crack that apple open? I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Um, but there's like different. Um, nope. There's different spirits and stuff in there that they they communicate with and stuff, and it's it's pretty interesting to hear about like what each different spirit does. Yeah. Um, so and they kind of like perform these rituals to commune with them and different things like that. I saw a um, a like ghost hunting channel. Yeah. Not channel like show on tv perform a voodoo ritual at a um someplace i can't remember exactly where it was but they they performed a voodoo ritual and that's what got me interested in it where i was just like okay well that was weird let me see like what this actually is and upon that you know that's how i did my little deep dive into it i got some more information on the on the haitian Ah! ritual folklore of zombies. Okay. John just cracked an apple in half with his bare hands. That's what that noise was. I'm awesome. Uh, in the Haitian rural, rural folklore, as dead persons physically revived by the act of necromancy of a bokor, a yeah. sorcerer, or a witch. The bokor. Uh, a what? A bokor. B-O-K-O-R. Bokor. Sick. Or, or possibly bokor. Um, bokor is opposed by the Hoongin priest and the Mambu priestess mm-hmm. of formal voodoo religion a zombie remains under the control of the bokor as a personal slave having no will of its own so these are like how long have these people been dead whenever they first take so them? when i was doing some more um okay here's some how long mm-hmm. I, i'm about to get to that i'm about to get to that okay well, keep going then okay you, so the Haitian tradition also includes in corporal type of zombie, the zombie astral, which is part of the human soul. A bokor can capture a zombie astral to enhance his spiritual power. A zombie astral can also be sealed inside a specifically decorated bottle by a bokor and sold to a client to bring luck, healing, or business success. It is believed that God eventually will reclaim the zombie's soul, so the zombie is a temporary spiritual entity. So there's like two types of zombies in Haitian folklore. Okay. There's like the zombie soul in and Haitian. then there's the zombie itself. Okay. Which can both be enslaved of a dead person. Okay. 
Um, the huh. zombie belief has its roots and traditions brought to Haiti by enslaved Africans and their subsequ- subsequent experiences in the New World. It is thought that voodoo deity Baron Samedi Baron Zemedi, really? Yes, would gather them from their grave to bring them to a heavenly afterlife in Africa, unless they had off- offended him in some way, in which case they'd be forever be a slave after death as a zombie. You know, the only... Re- the only thing I know about Baron Zemedi. Oh my God, he's the one that taught uh, taught. Um, oh my goodness, he is. I know two things about Baron Zemedi. Okay, he's <laughs> the two one that of taught for Jonathan Joestar in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure oh how to use Hamon. It absolutely is Baron Zemedi. Wow. Huh. Yeah. JoJo's goes deeper than we thought. <laughs> Dude, JoJo's is insane. I really need to get back on the ball and watching JoJo's. Huh. But. What I, but he's also he was also the bad guy in one of the James Bond movies when he came to America. Oh, really? Yeah, when like the one that takes place in like Louisiana or whatever most of the movie does. There's one that takes place in Louisiana. Yeah, because and the only reason I really remember that is because Baron Zemedi is a bad guy you can pick as a multiplayer character on Goldeneye. <laughs> was this this wasn't Goldeneye that this was in? Was it? No, it wasn't Goldeneye. Okay, so which which the Bond video movie game was Goldeneye? It? He was one of the bad guy characters that you could play in multiplayer oh, okay yeah so who because Google, the goldeneye game on like it's crazy how many like james bond characters they put into that multiplayer it's ridiculous baron zabetti being one of them so what about um what movie was it that he was actually in which one took place in america i forget oh freaking so more facts about zombies <laughs> yeah apparently in african folklore um after so, sometimes, Somebody with, S, with an S. Yeah, with, with an S. Yeah. Uh, some people Jimmy. will like family members of mm-hmm. a deceased person to keep a witch from enslaving their loved ones. Yeah, will sit on their grave. There we go. For how long? For three days. Baron. Ooh. Baron to keep, to keep a witch from, from you know, possessing the body. All right, so what was you saying, John? Baron Samedi is a fictional character from the James Bond novel and film Live and Let Die. Oh, okay. In the, in the novel, Baron Samedi is a voodoo figure with whom Mr. Big has chosen to identify himself with to inspire fear among his followers. He was a separate character and henchman to Dr. Kananga and a major antagonist. Samedi was portrayed in the screen by the late actor, dancer, and choreographer and singer Jeffrey Holder. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, another little tidbit fact that I've discovered, um, and I can't remember who, but pretty much the, like, when that, whenever enslaved Africans were being brought to Haiti or America, like the voodoo priests would tell them to not commit suicide. Otherwise they would turn them into zombies. Huh? Yeah. Like that. Apparently that was the thing. Which, huh. is, which to me is sad. That's such an odd practice to be like, if I sit on my loved one's grave for three days, they it, won't. Well, they're supposedly keeping the witch's spirit away from right going into the grave and re- reanimating the body. So they sitting here thinking that like a voodoo witch or priestess or what have you could actually was actually picking up souls via like an astral form. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that was that was their belief. Yeah, that's odd. Which is yeah. scary. I mean, it's definitely odd to say the least. Yeah. But um. Oh my God, dude! What is going on in what, chat, dude? Chat has just went off rails. 
Dude, what in the world? It is some weird stuff going on in chat right now. Watch on Twitch if you want to be a part of the conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> Good, plug. Um, Good plug, Corey. I'm so, anyways, uh, moving along, uh, do you want to move on to um, zombies? In did you have any like real world accounts of zombies? Because I know there are a few. Then, okay, look, I've got this story that I read when I was younger. Um, I could not find it. I looked for it and I looked for it. And what I was could it? Not a, find what was it about? It. Basically, here's what happened. What had if, happened if, was what had happened was if somebody hmm. could find this, I would be forever in your debt. Because I, I cannot remember where I read th- it was on the internet where I read this from. There was an account. It was either in Mississippi or Louisiana mm-hmm. back in like the seventeen or eighteen hundreds. Yeah, probably, I think the eighteen hundreds. There's this guy who who dies. Okay, and three days later. He's walking around on the streets. Yeah, this is the Bible. What? I'm messing with you. Dude, do not do that I'm messing, crap to me. I'm messing with you, Todd. Do not do that crap to me. You said he died, and then like three days later, he's walking around on the no, streets. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Not Lazarus. No, I was talking about Jesus. <laughs> not him either. Someone totally different. Lazarus was four days. Was it four days for Lazarus? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was three days for him, too. No, it was four. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is four days. Yeah. I forgot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Um, but, no, there, there's this account in American history where this guy had died. And, um, like, three or four days later, he's walking around in the streets. And he's not he's not talking to anybody. And, his fa- and someone, like, notifies his family, like, hey. Mm-hmm. This is going to be strange, but we think your brother is walking around the streets. Of, and I want to say it was Louisiana. Believe I don't it. think it was Mississippi. I think it was Louisiana. Hey, didn't they go and try to look for him and they couldn't find him? No, they found him. Okay. And his sister identified him from a distance. And okay. she said, that is my brother, but that is not my brother. Oh, dude, that, dude, that made me sick. Yeah. Apparently, and they shot him dead again. And like buried him in pieces. Yeah, if somebody could find that story for me, I I, I have actually heard that story before. So you've heard the I have heard heard the story. It's been so long. You didn't just you didn't just pull that out of your ear end. No, I I have I I I have heard that before. I read it somewhere, but I cannot for the life of me. I couldn't find it. I tried to find it. Dude, that that saying, that saying right there, that is my brother, but that is not my brother. That, that makes me want to throw up. No joke. Dude, there's like a full-blown crusade going on there in our chat. There is something going on in chat right now. They're going weird. It's absolutely insane. All right, so, so moving on to um, zombie in film. Yes. Um, there for a while, I was an absolutely um, huge fan of zombie movies. Yeah. Watched a large swath of them. Was absolutely enamored in the culture. And then, you know, Walking Dead came out, and it was absolutely fantastic. Loved it. And then Walking Dead started to suck. We're not going into that. Anyways, so a zombie film is an actual film genre. Um, zombies are fictional creatures usually portrayed as reanimated corpses or uh, virally infected human beings. 
Right. Um, they are commonly portrayed as cannibalistic in nature. These are zombies in movies. And this uh, is more like Western. Yeah, uh, Western, Western interpretation. Take on it. Um, while zombie films generally fall into the horror genre, some cross over into other genres such as action, comedy, science fiction, thriller, and romance. What is, what is uh, romance? Like Warm Bodies? Was that what? It, yeah, okay. like Warm Bodies would be considered a romance. Yeah. So uh, distinct subgenres have evolved, such as the zombie comedy or the zombie apocalypse. Um, zombies are distinct from ghost ghouls, mummies, Frankenstein's monsters, or vampires. Um, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, as far as the history, um, what, oh, the, yeah. So, apparently, Cutest Ducks has heard that, too. Cheney. Cute. Okay, so, cute. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me get a sip. While well, he's getting a sip, could, yeah. chance could to you store possibly to remember where you read oh that God. from? What I was talking about earlier—that that would be great. I'd love to reread it again because it's a very interesting story. All right, so Victor Halperin's White Zombie was released in 1932 and is often cited as the first zombie film. White Zombie. White Zombie. Which, if you think about it, wasn't Rob Zombie. White Zombie originally. He, no, his band was White Zombie. Yeah, that was, his that was band, the that's band. what I'm saying. His band was yeah, originally he was, White Zombie. Yeah. So it makes me wonder because he's like a big, like old film horror buff like film. that. Old yeah. horror film buff. Was this buff. before or after he got his Dragula to ride around in? Well before. Well, well, well before. Speaking of which, do you know what the Dragula is? You said that. Do you know what the Dragula is? It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a tangible thing. It's a, it's a thing in that he has. He puts things in the back of back of it to uh, to go from place to place. No, what does that sound like? A car. It sounds like a car. It's a car. Yeah, it is the car from the Munsters. It is their family car. Is it actually? It's called yeah. the Dragula. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, like drag racing. You know, Dragula. Never seen the Munsters, dude. I love the Munsters. Anyways, Q, moving. Q, if you could find that, I would be forever in your debt. All right, so because that's driving me crazy where I where I found that. Anyway, go ahead. Um, a number of zombie films were produced in late 1930s and 1940s, including I Walked with a Zombie, which is 1943. Um, so these were all inspired by the zombie of Haitian folklore. Um, the modern zombie emerged in pop culture during the latter half of the 20th century with George A. Romero's seminal film Night of the Living Dead, which came out in 1968. Mm. Um, this is a movie that both that I've seen multiple times. Cheney, yeah. you've seen it at least once. Which one? Night of the Living Dead. I've seen it once. Yes. Have you ever seen Night of the Living Dead? No. Okay. It's actually funny. Um, I'm well, not, I'm not much of a zombie. It's not meant to be funny. It's not meant to be funny. But, but watching it with a group of goofy guys makes it funny. Yes. It is. I, think I may one have of, seen it at your house actually. Once. Was it black and white? I don't remember. Okay, if it wasn't black and white, you haven't seen it. I didn't pay attention to it. It may have um, well been. So, George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead is actually my most favorite zombie movie I've ever seen. Really? Yes, the ending is absolutely perfect to me. Um, the whole movie in itself, it crosses a whole lot of boundaries. It sets up every single possible zombie movie trope you could ever think of in the first one. In the very first movie. Yeah. Um, now, this is like the very first time that zombies have ever taken a cannibalistic, I want to eat, you know, your brains, brains kind of thing. 
Um, and George Romero is definitely cited as the father of the modern zombie. Um, because of Night of the Living Dead, it completely changed the way that zombies were looked at forever. Um, I personally think that that was his best one. Yeah. His fans tend to think that Dawn of the Dead is his best one. That's a good movie, If too. you've ever seen any of the movies that are like such and such of the dead, Island of the Dead, um, you know... You know, just different things like that. Anything of the dead or of the living dead. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's a George Romero movie. Yeah. He's made a ton of them. He died oh, yeah. uh, a few For years sure. back. Um, I was a huge, huge fan of him. He, he's a big, like, he's basically the reason that zombies are popular today. Yes. Uh, 100%. It is 100% George Romero's fault that zombies are what they are today. Um, so if you ever, like, what man. What is it about George Romero's zombies that, like, you like so much. So it changed what what about his movies or about his zombie? Because his zombie is the actual like it's the slow moving cannibalistic, yeah. um, which is different zombie. from as obvious as it is. Are you saying why do I like Night of the Living Dead the the most? No, I'm just like what what what's so appealing about the 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 George Romero slow moving zombie that you like so much? Um, well, for one, because his movies are like have that have that like B movie feel to it mm -hmm. whenever he definitely has like the budget. Has, yeah. Triple A movie budget. Um, so there's like some kind of like a, there's a tone to him that can't be matched. Yeah. Right. Um, so like he made Night of the living dead and he made Dawn of the dead. That was his very next one that he made. Right. Yeah. Um, Dawn of the dead. Immensely popular. Right. Immensely popular. It's the one everybody thinks of. Is right, but also they remade it in like the early two thousands. I did yeah. see that one. I that's it. the one you probably seen. That's the remake, and it's pretty dang close to the original. And it's good. Really? I think Romero yeah. even directed the remake. He might have. If not, he was definitely like a big. He was there. He was definitely an executive producer on it. Regardless, um, the reason I like it the most um, is because of the feel that it has. Um, it has that. It's kind of hard to explain. Just like a almost like bad, but not really bad movie. Yeah. Um. It's very practical effects. Um. There's no CGI to it. Um. Which I I'm a big fan of practical effects, anyways. Um. And from Night of the Living Dead to Dawn of the Dead, the feel of the movie is the exact same. It's just completely different characters in a completely different scenario. Um. Cool. So, which to me is like a, a huge plus that these movies can feel the same. Um, I did like Dawn of the Dead, but I feel like Night of the Living Dead is better in my opinion. But anyways, let me keep reading this. So, um, the film received a sequel, Dawn of the Dead, um, which was the most commercially successful zombie movie film at the time. Um, it received another sequel, Day of the Dead. I've also seen that one. That one's not bad. Um, you ever seen the gif of like that chick standing there staring at like a stone wall and all of a sudden all these hands pop out? She's like, ah, and turns around. No. If I showed it to you, I promise you, but yeah, I've seen that before. It's from that movie. And inspired numerous works such as Zombie 2, um, which is spelt like what you'd say, Z-O-M-B-I, um, which, which was in 1979, and Return of the Living Dead in 1985. However... Zombie films that followed in the 1980s and 1990s were not as commercially successful as Dawn of the Dead in the late 1970s. 
Obviously, you can tell that once you saturate a market, it's not going to be as good. People try yeah. to put their own spin on it, and it's just not going to be as good as the original and things like that. Well, like, I've seen one zombie movie. I've seen them all. You know Exactly. Um, so in the 1980s, uh, you're going to like this, John, because it kind of eventually ties into what you're going to be talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, in the 1980s, Hong Kong cinema, the Chinese Jiangxi, um, which is a zombie-like creature uh, dating back to the Qing Dynasty and King spelt with a Q. Um, dating back to King Dynasty era Jiangxi fiction of the 18th and 19th centuries. Um, they were featured in a wave of, uh, you know, a zombie-like creature was featured in a wave of Jiangxi films um, popularized by Mr. Vampire, which was in 1985. Uh, Hong Kong Jiangxi films uh, became popular in the Far East during the mid-1980s and early 1990s. Um, another American zombie film was produced in 1988, The Serpent and the Rainbow. I've actually never heard of that. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yes, yeah, so obviously I've never seen it. Um, that came out in 88. So, moving on. Moving. Um, a zombie revival uh, later began in the Far East during the late 1990s um, and ins- inspired by the 1996 Japanese video games Resident Evil and The House of the Dead. Uh, were, were you going to talk about The House of the Dead? Okay, I'll talk about it for a little bit. I've played House of the Dead before. Um, me the and arcade shooter? The arcade shooter. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Dana freaking love that game. Me and Thomas game. played it. I we, love. No, we played House of the Dead 3. That was more of a time splitters I, guy. I think we... Time crisis, not splitters. Time crisis. I was more of a time crisis. Gotcha. Guy. Gotcha. You know, I like... All right, so game. I played 3 as Arcanians. well, uh, Chaney. Me and Dana played three, and we just like we went to Dave and Buster's one time. This was like years and years and years ago, and we just like kept dropping money into that thing and keep going to keep going. Me and going, Thomas actually beat it. We got me and Dana got pretty close to beating. We never actually beat it. I we think, uh, I think we wanted to save our tokens. Me and Thomas was stranded at a Chuck E. Cheese one time, and uh, that sounds like a story. Yeah. And so you guys got stranded in the Chuck E. Cheese. No, what I mean by stranded is we were we were both there and was just kind of like. Eh. So what I'm getting that's is, not really stranded then. So what I'm getting is that you I mean, were trapped we were, we were, in a Chuck we E. Cheese overnight. Did the animatronics come alive and try to kill you? No. Five Nights at Freddy's and no, all that. Stuff. No, nothing like that. But no, me me and Thomas did play. Uh, looking at special effects now is kind of funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but we did be House of House of Dead three. That's pretty cool in one sitting. That's pretty. It's cool. fun. I enjoyed I, it. I love arcade shooters like that. I do too. They're so fun. They are fun. All right, so moving along. Um, so the House of the Dead, uh, which led to a wave of low budget Asian zombie films. Such as the Hong Kong zombie comedy film Bio Zombie, which came out in 1998. Bio Zombie. Yes. yes. And Japanese zombie action film Versus. Which is a weird title for a zombie movie. Yes. Uh, so is I, The Serpent and the Rainbow. Us versus yeah. them. You know? <laughs> that came out in 2000. What was you saying? I said us versus them. You know? I guess so. Maybe it translates I weird. Like, I want to guess like what the synopsis of these video movies are. You know? All right, so let me click on Versus then. Okay. Uh, guess what the synopsis of Versus is. Uh, so the, our main character, protagonist, what, where is this movie made from? What, what Japan. Was it? Is it Japan? Our main uh, protagonist, we'll call him Hero. Yeah. Uh, Hero was... <laughs> watching Evil Dead. Yeah. Good He grief. passed out watching Evil Dead? Is this like the original Evil Dead or like the Evil Dead remake? 
All right, keep going, John. So, Hero, our protagonist for this movie, you know, he's uh, he leads a hard life. He uh, he's struggling to make his paychecks every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wakes up one day though, and his neighbor is a zombie. You know, he just wakes up and the like the neighbors knocking on his door he's like what what do you want he opens it up blah zombie there and he has to fight his way out and he finds out that his uh childhood like rival or whatever though the guy that he hates the most in the world yeah like guy picks on him all the time dude is like he's also a survivor and they're like they're having to like fight each other for supremacy to survive in this post-apocalyptic zombie land you know and like suddenly it's they're, they're having to they're versing each other to for like like in a rap battle. Yeah, it's suddenly it's like a rap battle for the to the death. You know, <laughs> rap battle to the death. Loser becomes a zombie. Um, Versus. I cannot believe that you got that exactly right. Neither can I. I mean, yeah, because you didn't. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Cheney, what is your guess on the synopsis of Versus? Um, keep mine clean, short, and simple, to the point. It's about humans versus zombies. Oh my God. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so the film is set somewhere in the deep forest of Japan, known as the Force of Resurrection, where an escaped so. convict, simply referred to as Prisoner KSC2, so his name is Hero, as dash, dash 303, yep. and a gang of Yakuza battle a horde of zombies while at the same time dealing with their sinister leader who wishes to open the forest portal of darkness. So, like I said. Rap battle to the death. That's very Japanese. They have very Japanese. They have to stop their leader, Hero's childhood rival, to uh, for supremacy. All the while fighting zombies. I was right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How'd you know? I, you know, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've totally seen Versus. I'm a big fan of it. Big like fan. he takes his shirt off, and there's like another shirt on it that says Versus on it. <laughs> um, all right, so the zombie film uh, revival later went global as the worldwide success of zombie games such as Resident Evil and The House of the Dead um, inspired a new wave of Western zombie films in the early 2000s, including the British film 28 Days Later. Um, that came out in 20. 20- 2002. That's a British film? Yes. Didn't know that. And then the sequel... Can I just say... What? 28 Days Later is my favorite zombie movie ever. Never seen it. It's really good. Actually, I've never seen it all the way through. If if you don't like the fast, raging zombies, you won't like it. Um, And then uh, it also inspired the uh, sequel 28 Weeks Later. Another good one. The Resident Evil film series. Yeah. Which there's a few of those that are good and a few of them that are trash. Yeah. Um, a 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake. That's the one that, that you guys have seen. Yeah. Um, and the British parody f- uh, movie Shaun of the Dead, which is also a very good movie. Which is like that's like one of the best ones. top five zombie movies of all time in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. Like you opinion. hear it and you're like that. That has no right to be. A good you movie. know, it's not. It doesn't have a whole lot of British comedy. It's more. I didn't even know they it's were just, British movies. It's just it's funny. Just com- yeah, it's just comedy. Yeah, it's just funny. Well, what I'm saying is like The Office, and then there's The American Office. You know that there's several actors from The Office in there? Yes. Yeah, there's actually awesome. actually several actors. No, not from the from the British office yeah, is what we're talking that's about. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, the success of these films led to the zombie genre reaching a new peak of commercial success not seen since the 1970s. 
So zombie films created in the 2000s, like 28 Days Later and the Resident Evil films, um, have featured zombies that are more agile, mm. vicious, intelligent, and stronger than the traditional zombie. Um, these new fast-running zombies have origins in video games from Resident Evil's Running Horde, uh, no, Resident Evil's Zombie Dogs, in particular, the House of the Dead's uh, games Running Human Zombies, also Left for Dead. Yep. Which I is Left 4 Dead mostly took from those instead of for sure. taking from Left 4 Dead because Left 4 Dead for came out sure. in what, 2010, something like that. Yeah, it was somewhere around yeah, in was, there. Yeah, somewhere around or there. Was it like no? Nah, it was earlier. No, yeah, because source the source engine which Left 4 Dead runs on came yeah. out in 2007. Yeah, so it would have had to have been after that because Source was made basically for I think I think it was made for Half Life mm. Two. And then, and then they made, uh, on it and, and then they also didn't they make Counter Strike on it? Uh, they had to have made Counter Strike on it because because Left 4 Dead was a Counter Strike mod that Valve bought and turned into an actual game. Huh. Left 4 Dead? Yeah, that's yeah. how. You know, I ever noticed how Left 4 Dead and CS:GO plays the same way? Well, yeah, they're both they're both source games, so yeah, that would make sense. Right, they play the exact same way. That's why. Um, I have zombie in my street. We call the crackhead. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Left for Dead came out when? Left for yeah, Left for Dead, two thousand eight. Whoa! See, I was expecting it came out pretty early. Yeah, because I remember still like being in high school, like early in high school, whenever they came out. So, in the late twenty ten, zombie films began declining in the Western world. In Japan, on the other hand. The low-budget Japanese zombie comedy, One Cut of the Dead, <laughs> One cut of what? The dead. became a sleeper hit, making box office history by earning over a thousand times its budget. I guess you could say it was a cut above the rest. Hey. Hey. All right, let me see what One Cut of the Dead, hold on, let me see what this is about. One Cut. Of the dead. All right, so it's made with a low budget of. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you how much yen it is, but guess how much American dollar USD this is. Uh, fifty bucks and a pizza. <laughs> no, a thousand dollars. Give me a, give me a legit number. A thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Twenty five thousand. I mean, that was close. Yeah. With a cast of unknown actors, the film opened to Japan in a small theater for a six day run. Wow. Following its uh, international success. At its screening at the Udine Film Festival, the film began getting wider exposure, including a re-release in Japan. It glossed twenty-seven point nine million. That's can you imagine having a budget of twenty-five thousand dollars for a movie? Now that's just in Japan. Thirty point five million worldwide. So oh, wow. total, it's nearly sixty million dollars after having only paid like. Thirty, like twenty five thousand dollars. Talk about like Blair Witch, lightning in the bottle kind of stuff, right, right. there. Yeah, catching lightning in a bottle. Yeah, for real though. Um, the film also received universal acclaim from critics, who praised its originality, writing, and humor. So that's one cut of the day. Um, cool. Since we're talking about movies, there is a French Canadian zombie movie that I think everybody should check out. It's called Le Ravenous. The Ravenous. Ravenous. It's on Netflix. It should still be on Netflix. It is super creepy. It's not. It's not like regular zombies either. They have their own twist of zombies. Okay. Um, Most of the time, zombies are either 
very, very slowly walking around like in George Romero's yeah. Night of the Living Dead. But when they see someone alive, they burst out in a full sprint. Okay. It's it's freaky. But they but zombies do some weird stuff in the movie. Okay. The rabbit it's in it's in French. The whole movie's in French. Um, How'd you come across this? In one of my like horror escapades when I was at home, you know, when I'd be like sitting at the house by myself. Yeah. And I'd like, hey, I'm going to watch a scary movie tonight. And so I just literally went through Netflix's uh, library and just started watching scary movies never, through Netflix's library. Never done that. And ran across you it. you never done that? No, I don't like watching scary movies to begin with. So. Bro, I'd rather watch a scary movie than any other kind of movie. You two are the horror movie buffs. I'm like, nah, give me a good like superhero film any day. Nah. Give me a good comedy action. So, like, I found The Ravenous. Yeah. And it's in French. The whole movie's in French. But they have subtitles. So it's easy to watch. Um, super creepy, super good movie. I recommend like anybody like if it's still on Netflix, like definitely check it out. Yeah, it's called like Lead Revenants or something like that. I'll but, look. Yeah. I'll definitely. I'll look into it. But it's called the English. Obviously, is the Ravenous. It's a really good movie. All right, John. Kind of gives you a twenty-eight days later okay. feel too. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. All right. All right. Except creepier. Right. So, I don't have really much planned. I just kind of want to talk about zombie video games because they are a huge staple in the video game market. I'm down for that. I don't like zombie movies, but I, I can play a good zombie video game, you know? Right. Okay. What is your, bo- you boys, what is your favorite zombie game? You have to give me a second like, to honestly to, think about if that. You to cons- if you had to give me one that you've played, you know? One that I played? Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's not going to be your favorite uh, if you haven't played it, so. I really like Left 4 Dead. Left I'm going to have to choice. say Dead Space. Yeah, like the original Dead Space. The original Dead Space. No, actually, Dead Space Two was better. Dude, Dead Space One. I actually. Dude, yeah, I guess technically Dead Space is a zombie game. Yeah, Dead yeah, Space is definitely de- that's definitely a zombie game. Definitely a Dead Space. I was never much of a Dead Space. One guy. and two didn't. I hated Dead Space Three. Dead Space Three is garbage. Whoa. Yeah. But Dead Space One and Two. It, Dead Space amazing. Three is like widely renowned on its from its fan base as being a steaming pile of garbage. Really? Yes. I never got that impression. Wow. Really. I thought people liked Dead Space Three. No, mm-hmm. not at all. No, not me. Not many people. Crazy. Actually I'm not much it. of a uh, Dead Space guy. I tried to play the first one, and I like. Yeah. I, it, I'm like, just the tone put me off. I was like, no, nah, I don't like this. So I don't know if you know this, but the the plot of the three Dead Space games is also the plot of the three Alien movies. The first three Alien movies. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yep. and I don't think it happened that way on purpose, but there's a lot of similarities that you can draw between the two. I think there's. I think it's done a little bit on purpose. A little bit. Well, see, here's the difference is that in Dead Space, it's not just one. Well, in Aliens, it's... Or, in, excuse me, in Alien, it's one. It's one xenomorph, um, um, you know, flopping in and around the spaceship and all that stuff. Yeah. In Dead Space, in Dead Space it's microorganisms it's, that cause the necromorphing. Yes, and so it just, like, it... There's tons of them. Um, for sure, for sure. So... As opposed to like Left 4 Dead 2, the replayability, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. I'm going to say Left 4 Dead 2 over the over the original. Um, the replayability of those games are enormous. We're still playing those games. Yeah, they we can't. still play Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, Part of the reason we play Left 4 Dead 2 so much, I feel like, is because well, all, everything from Left 4 Dead 1 is has to, been, is has been ported to yes. the second one. So that yes. you can literally play both games. 
Yeah. By just having the second. But um, the second one's also just, it added so much to the game. And then you got Back for Blood that's coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah. comes out. That's made by the people who made Left 4 Dead. Yeah. But they're like, Valve didn't want to make another game, so they're like, fine, we'll do it ourselves. So they made a studio, and they're making yeah. a Which game. Which I'm thinking that's it's how that's how that went down basically okay that makes me way more excited for the game then they're like oh so it's definitely Clint, so you're not gonna make left for dead 3 fine we'll do it ourselves it's Conero, <laughs> you should definitely watch the ravenous like, but it's not let even, me watch it with you like it's not because i want to see it again it's not even subtle mm. how how much like left for dead it is it's left for dead again basically you huh. watch it you're like i think it's this is just a hit. new left 4 that dead makes game. me more excited for it then because i thought it was just going to be like some kind of spiritual it's got the left for dead zombie like the way they act it's got special infected they can't refer to them as the same thing so it's not hunter tank smoker but like there's tanks there's hunters there's, there's smokers. i don't know about smokers and boomers but like st- yeah. stuff like that they have the special infected style. I, I honestly it looks good and i'm excited to try I know, it it's gonna come to xbox game pass so you know i mean i think it's gonna be a hit I think, I think, it, so I think it's going to be the Left 4 Dead 3 that we've been wanting. And people have wanted Left 4 Dead 3 for years and years and years. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and this is the same people who made Left 4 Dead. So, Well, that definitely makes me a lot more excited for it then because I didn't actually know that much. Yeah. But um, um, what, do you, what do you? when do you think the first zombie video game was released? We can't see Chaney. Why can't you see Chaney? Oh, I'm like, <laughs> so far you're in both screens. <laughs> Their editor really wants to see me. Apparently, um, we can't see Chaney. But uh, I was gonna say, what? What was you saying? What, what, what were you about to say? I don't remember. Okay, when do you think? What year do you think the very first video game featuring zombies was released? I would have to say it's in probably an arcade cabinet. Yeah. Um. That probably never. I don't want to say House of the Dead. Um, I want to say the 80s. Just roughly the 80s. Hold on, give me a second. I'm going to guess 84. You, Corey, you nailed it. 1984. <laughs> Quick, Quicksilver was the developer. Okay. Released a game called Zombie Zombie for the ZX Spectrum. Arcade cabinet? No, it's an 8-bit personal home computer. <laughs> oh, oh wow. what? Yeah. What is it called? The ZX Spectrum. Dude, that is some deep nerd stuff right there. Yeah. That's some old head nerd. Yeah. It is credited with being the very first video game to feature zombies. It's not a lot of depth to the game, obviously, but it's got zombies in it. Wow. Uh, other games following that, like... Uh, in 1982, there was a game called Entombed. Yes, that's before 84, but like, it's not like explicitly zombies. Entombed. That sounds like mummies. Entombed was a game for I think the Atari. That you know, is basically a maze game and had enemies in it, and like I think people called them zombies, but it was never like said they were zombies. Yeah. Right. Like you had to get out. Like the screen. It's one of those games. I did some looking into this one. The screen would keep scrolling. And you had to keep making it through the maze. Oh, dang. Until you died, basically. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And actually, the game... It's an interesting fact about the game that I learned while looking this stuff up. Yeah. That, like, the game would store the the maze for some reason in its memory, and it would become quickly too much for the, uh, for the storage that the console could hold. Yeah. <laughs> It would just crash the game. Oh, like what? Probably like two kilobytes. <laughs> yeah, worth it's of like RAM. so. I don't know. It's like whatever the Atari had. Uh, Evil Dead had a video game in 1984. Also, oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
uh, Realm of Impossibility, Ghosts and Goblins. I Zombie, knew- spelled Z-O-M-B-I. Yeah, I, I knew Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, that wasn't really an arcade cabinet machine. That's more of a um, like a home I think most console. of this was actually home yeah. console stuff. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't an arcade cabinet, but I'm I'm not going to be upset about that. Uh, What's that? Then obviously in you know 1989, I think it was, uh, Capcom released a game called Sweet Home for the family computer. Okay. Yeah, and in that game, players would explore an abandoned mansion in an attempt to solve its mysteries, while zombies and ghosts roamed the hallways. That's that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had inven- it had an inventory system, quick time events, and multiple endings. It actually served as the catalyst for another popular uh, zombie franchise that would take the world by storm: Resident Evil. That's what KD just said. Resident mm-hmm. Evil has always been a favorite. Games mm-hmm. and movies. Mm-hmm. The games are terrifying. I played the trailer for Biohazard. Yeah, uh, seven. Um, but I love Resident Evil Seven. I never actually played Seven because I'm I don't think I have the stomach for this. It's fun. I, I've seen people play it. and It looks great. It I, is. I've seen the I've seen the story all the way through. Seven's great. The uh, story's amazing. I haven't for that. played Eight yet. I know Conero's played Resident Evil Eight and he's really liked it. Um, but Katie, you're right. Resident Evil has definitely taken the world by storm as far as like zombie stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, so see, Village, like what Kanara said, Village isn't really zombie. Yeah. It's um, just more horror now. But now, it's, now you have things like, like when Resident Evil came out, it and uh, House of the Dead basically released one year after the other. It's 1996 and 1997. Yeah. yeah. Um, House of the Dead, which we talked about earlier, that arcade cabinet machine with the gun. It was called gun. Zombie Zombie. And so those two really just gripped everybody. Back when they released, because they were the two huge what do you, video game franchises for a minute. I think, think chat. I think chat's a pretty good bit behind us. They are. They are definitely behind us. Oh, yeah, okay. they're behind us. That was, that was pertaining to something. They're a at least twenty oh. to thirty seconds behind. No, they're longer than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Woo, buddy. Oh, yeah. Our bit rate when we started was kind of rough. Yeah, so it probably. So, yeah. uh, you know, how I, far along are we on the uh, audio? Fifty-three. Okay. We'll let John finish up, and then we'll close it out. It's just a bunch of there's just a bunch of zombie games with it, and I like what the, where they've really gone with mm-hmm. like they've moved on from just being the slow walking zombies trying to get coming to get you, and you having to like fight your way through. Like you Resident know, Evil did that; they did the slow walking zombies. Yeah, they still do, I think. Yeah, and then I, slowly over time, those zombies mutated and evolved into it got faster and mm-hmm. stronger, and depending upon like how long they've been infected. Yeah, which is crazy because like they're infected; they're technically infected; they're not zombies. Yeah, uh, it's a very important distinction in some countries that th- that yeah. that be that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, then you have games like Resident Evil series started falling in popularity after mm. I think three or during three when three was released. Uh, but with Resident Evil four, they revived the series, getting rid of the fixed camera positions and allowing you to follow your character around from behind, behind the back third person view, which is yeah, honestly. That was, I think, the best thing they could have done for the series because I hate fixed perspective games. I do. I, I I don't like them either. You know. Well, is that is that pretty much what you got, John? Uh, I think I after what 
most games were basically the same up until about Left 4 Dead release when you could start doing co-op with uh, video games. Uh, Call of Duty World at War then released a zombies mul- right. multi- uh, multiplayer mode that yeah. really just blew up. blew up to, for every game. Game started having zombies modes in it all of a sudden, kind of like the yep. Battle Royale thing go, you know, yep. when it released. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the audio podcast with one interesting question that I just had. I'm gonna ask both of you: If we were in a zombie apocalypse, okay, yeah, what is your weapon of choice? Hmm. It could be something you created. It could be something you found. It could be something you're going to try to go for. It's got to be something that I can keep uh, keep getting ammo for. Personally. So you're going for a, uh, a gun, some or just something. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to have my weapon of choice isn't going to be a melee weapon because that would require them to get close to me, to you to make it effective. Right. That's always dangerous. You know. If right. I can, if I can keep a distance, I will. That said, bow and arrow, probably great choice. You can uh, you can always attach things to the arrows. Like if you want to. Uh, makeshift an explosive, put on the end of an arrow and shoot That's it. actually not a bad answer. That's if actually a really good if answer. If I'm going to go ranged, I would have to agree with John and say yeah. like bow and arrow or a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Either uh, one of I those. feel like a bow and arrow would be a whole lot easier to like take on multiple at and one time. And you can time. always make your own arrows. Yeah. You, know? you can, yeah. But if I'm going to have to go, like if I have to pick also a melee weapon, I'm going to pick a spear. Smart. Because I can keep it away and it's a jabbing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a makeshift spear. Yeah. My only okay. issue with the spear is that it's basically you use it, stab once. If it gets caught, you're losing that spear. Have you seen how large of a man that I am? That's fair. That spear is not getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had to go with a melee weapon, I would probably go with like something like your katana. Now, now some people are going, well, it depends on what kind of zombies we're dealing with here. That's true. We're keeping it classic. We're classic slow short, moving, classic slow zombies, moving. fast running, yeah. right at your. No wait, no, no, no. slow moving, slow yeah, moving. The classic slow moving. I wouldn't say a katana um, because the katana's blade is a little thin. Uh, um, I would say something more like like a longsword or a claymore. Yeah, that makes more. That, that'd be um, because it has a heavier blade that would be better used for like slicing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could still stab with it. Because um, what, you, what you're wanting to do, ideally, is to stab straight through. And a katana's a curved blade. So you have Fair to enough. make sure that you hit it with that angle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really meant to stab with, no, per well, se. I'd be using it to slice. Right. But also, so you want, like, a thicker blade because you're going to have to slice through human meat. And bone. And, and bone and stuff. Yeah. So you want a bigger, thicker, heavier blade so than like a, a katana. So, like, a long sword or a claymore or something, I can, like, just... Use its own weight to really. Yes, slice you, down you on use things. the weight of the weapon more than you have to like, more than you have to swing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you said. So uh, yeah. just give me a shield. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Discord, Patreon. I'm uh, forgetting some. You can find uh, links to everywhere we're found at secretdungeonpod.com. Yes, you can. Uh, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoy this episode, and we hope you tune in next week. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell people you don't know. Hide strangers. your kids. Hide your wife. Do that, too. All right. Good night. Corey. 
Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Secret Dungeon Podcast. Be sure to go to secretdungeonpod.com to find links to everywhere that you can find us. That includes Spotify, Twitch, Patreon, YouTube, Discord, and Instagram. And also, now, introducing our merch. There's a link to that on secretdungeonpod.com, or you could just go to store.secretdungeonpod.com. That's store.secretdungeonpod.com. We got some really cool stuff. Check us out.